I'm joined again by tour guide Jeanette Pellegrini as we have a discussion about getting great pictures at Walt Disney World. Jeanette is a professional photographer by trade and she has some great insights on how to get the best pictures in the parks. So let's get focused on this journey together, shall we? Welcome to Disney Conversations Tour number 89. All aboard! This tour of Disney Conversations, I kind of wanted to pick somebody's brain about taking pictures in the parks. And I could think of nobody better because, well, I think she's got a pretty good brain to pick. (laughs) (laughs) Little hollow, some cobwebs, uh, a couple of dust bunnies. (laughs) We're going to dust it out today. And if you recognize that voice, you would be correct. This is one of my favorite guest tour guides, Jeanette Pellegrini. Hi, Jeanette. How are you today? Hey, Matt. Aw, thanks so much for the intro and having me back. I always love uh, coming on and yapping away about Disney. I love having you here. Number one, our conversations are really easy. When did we meet? Maybe a year, year and a half ago? I think it's about a year ago, yeah. the first time we did the first one together. Wow, it's been that long already? Yeah. I can't I don't know how many we've done together now, but this is like the fifth or sixth at least. I was about to say at least five or six. I think we've built up a really nice relationship that way. And and I'm glad that I can call on you when I need a little fill in and you're like, Yeah, let's see what we can do. As long as my schedule allows, I will be there. <laughs> well, the nice thing about my side is except for my work schedule, I can be pretty flexible most days. So it's nice that we can work it out. I hope that this is going to be a show that people will pull something from that they can use while they're in the parks. Hopefully. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that you and I scan Facebook and YouTube quite a bit, and we see the pictures other people take, and some of them look quite professional. Some of them look like a hot mess. Oh, yes. (laughs) That's putting it mildly. (laughs) I wanted to kind of start out by asking you, What are some of your favorite spots around the parks to take some unique pictures? Hmm. Okay, that's a good question. I'm going to have to say one of my favorite, I should say, times of day to take photographs is at night. I absolutely love Disney lit up at night. I um, I love, unfortunately, it doesn't happen as much as it used to, but those nights when the Magic Kingdom was open to 12, 1 o'clock in the morning and there's like nobody right. there, I'd be there with my camera just taking pictures, um, you know, just, just everything at night. The castle, um, Dumbo, uh, the teacups, like that whole area over there. I, I loved wandering around. Um, same thing with Epcot, like, uh, imagination pavilion at night is beautiful and just taking pictures of the upside down fountain and all the water there, that mm-hmm. it's just a lot of fun doing that. I agree with you. And, and all the parks take on a different personality as nighttime comes in. Absolutely. You know, if you happen to be in the park while it's going from daylight to dark, that whole in-between time. That whole dusk, just, yes. You could stand in one place and take like nine pictures and have them all be a little different just because of the lighting that's there. Yep. I always take 
a camera with me, but I'm going to be honest. I get tired of carrying it around the park with me sometimes, <laughs> and I end up taking a lot of pictures on my cell phone. And here's what I'm learning. The camera on my cell phone is as good, if not better, than the camera I carry separately. I'm amazed at some of the pictures I get off of that. What do you think about cell phone? I, I have to say they have come a long way. And um, in the real world, I am a professional photographer. And I do bring my camera down to Disney. And on, quite frankly, um, as of the more recent trips, I'm getting tired of lugging that camera around with me. Mm-hmm. But I got my cell phone with me. I got the uh, the iPhone 13 Pro and some of the stuff, it looks just as good. I've got a Samsung S21 and I'm like, once I load the pictures up on my computer and I pull them over to the good screen, I'm like, I didn't know I got that much detail in this picture. That's yeah. really not too bad. They they really are doing a great job with the um the camera phones but with that being said you could have the world's best camera in the world if the user doesn't know how to use it or have the eye for photography it's not going to come out good so you're only uh you know your camera's only as good as you are with your photography skills or visual skills (laughs) yeah and if somebody doesn't want to take a quote-unquote photography class Would you say there's probably enough online instruction to help somebody improve their game? Oh, absolutely. There, there's so many, so many resources online, you know, YouTube, um, or even just scrolling through Instagram, find a photographer that you like and see, see their work and what they do, what you like, what you don't like. There's just a plethora of information out there on just learning the basics on, you know, how to get good photos i know i'm a part of a couple of facebook groups disney photography groups you see a lot of the same photographers between the two different groups because they like to show off their work (laughs) but a lot of times they'll put the settings that they used to take the pictures that they got i don't always like them all because they might focus on something that i wouldn't focus on in that particular picture but it's a different game for everybody everybody has a different thing that kind of strikes their fancy or maybe they just want to play with the camera a little bit and see what kind of different looks they get do you ever do anything like that absolutely i actually i have a um i'm in a photography group like a local group um there's you know maybe about five or six of us and we meet once a month and and talk about things you know we'll go out on like little field trips to you know various places on long island in new york and what i love most about it is we'll like especially when we're out at some location we'll all take the same picture of the same thing but then when you look at them you've got five or six different points of view and they all look completely different you know it could all all be of the same object but it just looks completely different depending on who took the photo and their point of view and how they like Mm -hmm. their pictures and you know it's it's always so interesting seeing that I remember a couple of pictures I took one year. I was down there during the Christmas season, and I think it was the first year that they were having Elsa do the icicles on the front of the castle. Oh, nice. But then I walked around to the back of the castle. I'm like, there's nothing. (laughs) And I've got a picture of the front and the back, and I'm like, there's nothing. 
I don't like that the castle has nothing on the back of it. It needs dressed up too, I think. Oh, that's right, because it's all projection now. It's no longer yeah. the icicles. Oh, right. I never didn't even realize that. <laughs> didn't even think of that. It's 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 weird, but it almost seems darker on the backside. So it's like you got the good part on the front and the evil part on the back. I wonder if there's a hidden message in that. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> The evil stepmom is on the other side of the castle. <laughs> so since we're talking about Magic Kingdom, how about giving us a favorite spot or two that you like to use to take pictures? And what are you looking at when you do it? Uh, like I said before, I love photographing at night. Um, you know, less when the, the park is uh, less busy. I also love photographing. One of the things in the Magic Kingdom I like doing is going in and photographing some of the shows. Um, with that being said, too... Please bear in mind that there are other people there. Don't be rude. Don't have the camera up over your head and blocking view. Let you know, let people just be conscientious of other people around you. Right. And remember the number one rule: no flash photography. I actually saw them walk somebody out one Good. day because they used flash <laughs> photography. Disney on their rides and their attractions, they are lit the way they are supposed to be lit. They are the way you're supposed to see them by you flashing that harsh bright light besides being super distracting you're not seeing it the way you're supposed to and when you take that picture it's not going to come out even remotely the way you see it in fact you may look at it and wonder what exactly exactly besides the fact of just being rude and uncourteous to your your fellow writers i remember riding right. pirates of the caribbean one time and there was a family in front of me that was like using the flash and everything I'm like oh my god please stop you're just ruining it <laughs> i remember somebody using a flash in haunted mansion once oh lord and a lot of the haunted mansion displays are encased in glass and i looked at the i yep. looked at the person when i had a chance i said I hope you enjoy that picture of yourself. Yeah, exactly. That's all you're going to see. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> With that being said, I actually would l- totally going off subject here, but there are parts in the Haunted Mansion where I would love to take, be able to use a flash picture, like when I'm I'm stopped and like maybe right. when I'm the only one at night. Um, like I said, kind of going off on a tangent because there are a whole bunch of uh, hidden Jack Skellingtons inside the ride. Because yeah. we can't have, you know, Disney World can't have the uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas. Some of the cast members right. snuck a couple. We don't do of, the overlay. Yeah, so a couple of uh, cast members snuck some hidden jacks in there that really you're only going to be able to see if you use a flash. But I do not condone using a flash on the Haunted Mansion. Only if you're like literally the only person on the ride at night, nobody's there, then maybe you can sneak one in. But other than that, no. <laughs> right. One of the things that I recently took a picture of, and I actually got it two different times I did it the day, was that the newer um, entry arch into Tomorrowland. Mm. I thought that that was just gorgeous. So oh. I made sure I took several pictures of that one. The, the first. Not this last trip, but the trip before, back in 2021, I took a couple of pictures of that. The trip you ended up in a boot. Yeah, that one. (laughs) And I just, I think that's a really gorgeous little entryway. Oh, it is. It's a simple kind of thing. But then when it gets dark, it's not so simple anymore. It stands out. Yes. 
Tomorrowland at night is definitely one of my favorite places to wander around, I guess, with all the, I don't want to say neon or, or with the lights, it's especially like the Astro yeah. Arbiter with that big, whatever that is on top. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you can definitely get some beautiful fixtures at night on that. Hey, even if you want to go on Astro Arbiter, you can get some fun shots when you're up there looking around and seeing the whole, uh, you know, the contemporary Bay Lake, everything else you can see from the top up there is pretty darn cool. I've never done that because every time I go there, one of the elevators is usually broken <laughs> and the line's like two hours long. I'm like, I got better things I could do in that. <laughs> I'll, I'll admit it's been a while since I've been up there. Let me ask you this. This is probably a question you can answer. During the day, if you're trying to take a picture of anything in particular, what are some of the things you'd have to pay attention to? I'm I'm assuming that the angle of your lighting would play into that absolutely, quite a bit. There, absolutely. Are there other elements you want to keep an eye on as well? Uh, during the day? Well, I mean, honestly, the sun is probably about the biggest thing. Depending on what you're trying to photograph and where you are in the time of day, a picture that you take at 9 a.m. might not look so good around, you know, 12 p.m., depending on how and where the sun is falling. With that being said, uh, I say make the sun work for you. Stand in a way where it's not blasting on your subject or maybe shoot into the sun where you get like the sun flare. You know, use your creativity. You know, just kind of assess the situation before you start snapping away. You know, see if one of the issues I found real quickly too was make sure you're not actually blocking the sun because that creates a shadow that might yes. not work in your yes. picture. Yes, if you completely block it over your entire image, that could work. But if you have a nice shadow yeah. of your head, not so much. People might laugh at that. One. Yes, <laughs> especially as big as my head. Is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I love taking pictures at Magic Kingdom. People are always taking one shot, though. It's like they're walking up that little ramp over there by Sleepy Hollow. Oh, yeah. They take a picture of, of the castle with the little bit of water that's left in that little moat yep. and all that. And everybody's taking that angle. I'm like, okay, I'm tired of that angle, people. Can we try something else, please? Another tip, change your perspective. You know, maybe get higher or lower or, you know, instead of doing it dead on, you know, crouch down at the bottom and shoot up the spires of cinderella try to, try to exactly you know switch it up a bit you don't have to you know maybe take that one standard shot just to get it out of your system and then see what else walk around you know see what's there maybe move back maybe you can take a picture of you know take it from sleepy hollow and get sleepy hollow in the front and a little bit of the castle in the back something new and creative yeah and that's the thing about all the parks is there's a lot that you could take pictures of People always take pictures of the icons. We know Yeah, that. you got to do it. Get it out of your system. Although I, I guess Tower of Terror is still considered the icon for studios, but Meh. I don't Meh. know. <laughs> studios really needs to have a better icon. <laughs> I was all for the Earful Tower being the icon. I, I loved it. I'm like, let's just keep that. I know it used to be at one time. Yeah. And then they put the hat out there. Believe it or not, I actually like the hat as the icon because it was kind of front and center. And True. I like that that was like a, a definite icon, but it was obviously temporary, which. When they were talking about tearing it down to make more room, I'm like, couldn't we just move it? Yeah. 
Couldn't we just maybe put it out in the entrance plaza? That would be kind of cool. And let that be the first thing people saw walking into that park. I think that could have worked. I think so too. Too late now, but I could see two or three photo pass photographers being around here and being busy. Oh my god, yeah, long. absolutely. Speaking of photo pass, do you think there's a value in people getting that? Because my experience is it's kind of a crapshoot as far as the photographers go. It's like they'll put a camera in anybody's hands who says they can take yes, a picture. Yes, and in some cases, uh, not even a human, you have a box taking a picture. I think over by Mickey they have that. For meeting Mickey and Minnie, that is what they have as boxes. For the princesses, they have boxes. It's horrible. And I heard that Pete Silly Sideshow just recently started up again, and they put boxes over there. I'm like, okay, that takes out the spontaneity of it. That, that honestly, that is just absolutely degrading for any photographer out there that you're no better than a computer box. You need to have a human to see the emotion, know when to take the picture, what, you know, the, the moment might necessarily be in front of you. It could be to the side of you. It could be... The, the parent just overjoyed when their kid gets to see their favorite princess for the very first time. A box is not going to cut that. I actually saw a, a picture online where um, at least this person had a sense of humor. It was one of the um, one of the Disney sites. Her, I guess, now fiance proposed to her with Mickey. So Mickey was there. He got down on one knee, but because the box was taking the picture, instead of taking a picture of the groom and the bride proposing... It it got Mickey and the guy on his knee, and the girls completely cut out of the picture because of the box. I mean, she had a sense of humor about it, but still, that's just inexcusable. We used PhotoPass before it was called Memory Maker on our first trip. We didn't get enough pictures out of it to satisfy our expending the money for it, but the photographers that we interacted with were so oh, good. Yeah. There's something to be said about magic shots. They're fun. They're a lot of fun. They know how yeah. to set them up. You know, when when we got the pictures and my girls saw Tinkerbell in their hands. That's so much fun. <laughs> they were ecstatic about They have that. some really fun ones. With that being said, I'm going to say with the memory maker, you said you didn't get um, your money's worth or enough. I'm actually going to put that on you because... You need to find the photographers. You need to find the, the spots and go, hey, there's a photographer. Let's do some fun. Plus, of course, you know, you get the fun ride photos. Um, we had one really cute picture that was taken, and it was the same photographer two different nice. days. First day, he was over at Liberty Square taking pictures of people in the stocks. Nice. So there's a picture of all of us in the stocks, you know, and he took a picture. Well, the next day, we were in line for Winnie the Pooh. And I love the Pooh ride. Oh, yeah. It's a great Pooh ride. So much fun. But my son at that time, he was 13, I believe. Yeah, 13. He's an Eeyore fan. Aww. So we're walking through. He sees Eeyore's house, so he decides to duck into it. And at just that moment, the photo pass photographer just happened to be walking by snapped a quick picture of her and came over and asked us if we wanted that. I'm like, yeah. Aww. It is one of my best memories Aww. for PhotoPass because it was candid. He wasn't looking for it. It was there. He saw the opportunity. He shot the picture. Show me a box that's going to make I, that I happen. was literally going to say that. A box is not going to do that. That's not photography. It, it, it just angers me so much on that. 
you know, that's where you yeah. need a human to see that, oh my God, that's the moment. That's why I got into photography in the first place is because I love capturing the moment. I, that That's a moment in time that you're freezing. It'll never happen again, but you have that picture to remember what happened in that moment. But yeah, the, the, those boxes just anger me to no end. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, going back to the whole... Um, uh, memory maker, photo pass, or whatever you want to call it. I have it. It's, well, was included on my annual pass. I now have to yeah. pay for it, but that's another story. But I use it all the time. I have a blast with it, you know, using it on all the rides. I know where the, the photo spots are. You make your faces and, you know, whatever. I like the zoom in ones that I see people. Yeah, I actually don't think cool. I've ever done that. I, I did the fun one at, um, uh, in Epcot, right in front of Spaceship Earth, it's basically like yeah. a 360 where it looks like you're just uh-huh. standing in a circle. Uh-huh. Those, those are pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you have it and it's all inclusive, you see a photographer, go take your picture with them. And that's what I tell people all the time. It's it's a worthwhile expense if you're going to stop at almost every photographer and say, snap two or three pictures for me. Exactly. And they're, they're really Because good. out of those two or three, you're going to find something you're going to want. Absolutely. You know, and the the photographers have been trained to, you know, do close-ups, do wide-angle shots, fun stuff. You know, like you said, the magic shots, right. holding Tinkerbell, blowing Mickey confetti, you know. And then especially during the holidays, they'll have, like, the more of the Christmas theme or, you know, or whatever. And I think I saw something with Festival of the Arts where the, uh, at Epcot you get a picture taken and Figment shows up. I'd be okay <gasps> with that. Speaking of Epcot. You have some favorite spots over there? I know, again, a lot of it's going to be at, at night. night hey, at night, Epcot. yes. Honestly, with Epcot, it's all about the details. Like, especially in World Showcase with the countries, there's so many details out there. You know, stuff you completely overlook. Take take your time to just just look and see all the tiny stuff, and you can get some really great photos with that. Like Germany in the the train set. You know, get down low, look in. I love that train set. Yeah. One of the things I love that the train set that they do is for whatever, whether it's food and wine, festival of the arts, flower and garden, if you look, Christmas, yeah, Christmas, whatever, <laughs> the one week that there is no festival at, at Epcot, um, mm-hmm. they put the little signs up, the little banners, and they'll, they'll decorate it according to whatever the festival is, you know, little stuff like that. And you get down low and you can get some really fun shots with that. And I love that scale train. Those are called G scale. They're meant to be in gardens. They're set up that way. Oh wow! We have an we have an organization here that, up until COVID, <laughs> had an annual tour. It's usually the Sunday after Labor Day, and people open up their backyards for you to come and see their displays. And some of them are quite extravagant. Um, the one display we go to, the guy hands all the kids a uh, scavenger hunt list. And if you find them all, then he has a little treat for you at the end. That's awesome. I love that. And it's like 30 different items. So you really got to look hard to find all the stuff he's got listed. That's great. So, you know, they make it fun. And that's one of the reasons the train at Germany is so cute to me is because I was already a fan of that type of setup. And here I am seeing a scaled model of, the German countryside, which it. my wife loves anyways, because she spent, I think, a quarter or maybe even two in Germany while she was in college. 
So wow. she just loves the country. That's so beautiful. That's awesome. We end up spending a lot of time in that pavilion. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like I said, Epcot, uh, photographing, favorite spots. Like I said, keep, like, looking for details. And, and most importantly, like, like I keep saying this enough, yes, looking straight ahead, you got the, you know, spaceship Earth, whatever. Change right. it up. Look up. Look down. Look, um, like, in a different angle as opposed to what so you normally would I've so many pictures of Spaceship Earth, but I've tried to make little different angles with it, you know, just kind of get a little bit different perspective. I remember one time I walked up under one of the legs and I just pointed my camera up and took a shot and I'm like, ooh, that turned out pretty good. Yep. I, I was going to say one of my favorite pictures I took um, or have taken, I should say, is um, Spaceship Earth going up the ramp to go into the actual ride. Most yeah. people are shooting towards the mural. Once you get to the top, turn around and face out and you get the bottom of Spaceship Earth, the the globe ball and you can see it, right. it's it's a different perspective and it's pretty darn cool i haven't done this but it gives me a great idea to turn around and take a picture of that little fountain they put out in front oh yeah from that perspective too because i'm pretty sure you can get at least part of that in there and since that's a replica of the original piece that was there on opening yeah day, yeah i really like that i love that piece and i made sure i took lots of pictures of that too mm-hmm. i think epcot may be with the exception of Animal Kingdom, I think Epcot is a park where taking pictures day or night can really be kind of cool because there's a, like you said, there's a lot of there's detail. There's so much detail. Throughout the park. I'm a little scared with what they're doing now that they're going to mess things up. Uh, well, no, no, they're getting rid of the, uh, the Stargate and the tacos. So, yay. It's a start. It will be nice to be able to shoot across. Yeah. World Showcase Lagoon again yes. and get the good shots of the American Venture and, yep. you know, all the countries on that side that flank it. But I, I especially, I've always been a fan of that view of the American Adventure. I don't always take a picture of it, but I almost always split the difference between those two buildings and walk all the way up as far as I can towards the lagoon to get that straight, straight on, on look. Yep. That's a, that's a great... Because... I since I did a backstage tour, I learned about the forced perspective yes, on that yeah. building. Yep. And what you see far away ain't what you see up close nope. if you actually bother to look at. Nope. So you have to look at from that distance to understand the perspective. So it looks like it's a two-story building, but when you get there, it's actually a five-story building. Yeah. Because the tour guide that, that I did this with World Showcase was still closed when we toured it, so it was considered backstage, so I couldn't take pictures. Oh. But she walked up towards one of the windows, and she didn't even come up to the bottom sill. That's how tall the forced perspective was on it. From a distance, that looks like the first floor. Yeah, or just when you're actually up against the American Adventure, you just see how big the doorways are as the people walk through. And that's one of the buildings I do like to take pictures of from different perspectives. Because I think that building is just so beautiful. But I feel the same way about just about all the countries, to be honest. A lot of beauty there. Yeah, there really is. Um, the Mexico Pavilion is really cool to get an up-close shot of that pyramid. Just don't climb I up it. I was literally going to say that. Like just that don't climb up it. No. No matter how many shots yeah. of tequila you did, that's not a good, uh, <laughs> good thing to do. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, my, my first question is, again, that's a forced perspective thing. That's a lot taller climb than you think it might be. Just getting started. <laughs> so I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I have no intentions of ever trying that. I'm not that athletic, but I looked at it the last time I was there. I'm like, these people were nuts. Yep. <laughs> okay. So the other park that I think would be good day or night is Animal Kingdom. What are your thoughts? Well, now that, well, Pandora at night, need I say more, that there's just so much to photograph there. And then obviously during the day, you have all the animals, which as I'm saying this too, obviously respect the animals, but you can get some, you know, really great shots, uh, you know, just, just standing there. I can, I mean, I can stay there for hours, like, especially like the, the right. tiger exhibit. I could just stand there all day, just watching the tigers and taking pictures and I guess a little tip as far as with the tigers being the fact that you are, for your own safety, shooting through plexiglass. If you put the camera lens up against the glass, that will help a lot with the glare as opposed to taking it further away. So, but yeah, I mean, Animal Kingdom, there's there's tons to photograph. Yeah, I never thought about that, yeah. but that will, that little, will cut down, down on the it reflection. Will, it will and... cut down a little bit. Another another little tip, I guess I, you could say, with um, uh, you know, using your 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 camera phone, um, not just for Animal Kingdom, but uh, actually moving over to the studios right now because I know there's a couple of places. Once again, I love the details, like especially in like Galaxy's Edge. Um, there are a couple of areas where there are like really cool displays and stuff, but it's behind like a graded fence. If you put the lens of your camera especially with the phone because they're relatively small if you put yeah. the lens right up against one of the holes of the the fence you can get a really good shot without having to worry about fence yeah. in there or grading or whatever you want to call it and that'll help the the autofocus on our phones correct. not focus on the wrong thing correct that's a good tip. I hadn't thought about that, but yeah, yeah that I've makes gotten perfect uh, sense. like I, I know I've done that before. Like when you're in uh, like Galaxy's Edge, uh, there's a really cool um, display over by I think it's what Ronto Roasters with a big uh, yeah yeah yeah. There's um there's a little cage there, and I've done that before, and I know I've done that uh, also in um uh what is it the Den of Antiquities? I forgot the name of the shop, but there's a, a really cool um. I guess one of the proprietors that are there that's behind a grate. And if you put your phone through the hole, you can get some really cool shots. So that's yeah. just a little, little tip there. That's, that's a great tip actually. What are some of the nicest pictures you've ever taken? Hey, let's go with that. Some of the nicest pictures I've ever taken. Yeah. Have you, have you taken some pictures that you, when you look back at him, you're like, Hey, that was a pretty good shot. A few. I mean, personally, my, favorite thing to photograph is like the shows and the performances live productions i used to get some really great shots of you know some of the parades and stuff and the characters interacting right. with people you know just photographing the parade makes certain that you're in a good spot where you you know pay attention to what your background is pay attention to where the sun is where the light is one of my all-time favorite pictures I took, and this is, and the photo is literally dated, because this was back when the giant wand over Epcot said 2000, and I had set up a little tripod. It was the end of the night, so nobody was there, and I set the camera on a, a slower shutter speed. So basically, that means you're getting 
the the shutter stays open longer so that you can get the movement and i basically right. set it up where the monorail was coming so i basically had a big pink blur of the monorail going through but because i was on mm-hmm. a tripod and i was focused on the on spaceship earth with the 2000 wand that stayed in focus so that that was probably one of my i mean granted yeah what is it 23 years old now but it was <laughs> one of my favorite pictures that i've ever taken I really do need to try to recreate it <laughs> without the wand. I got a really good picture of the 50th anniversary castle. I haven't seen anybody else shoot from this angle. So it's kind of like what you were saying. I think I was walking up the ramp to go towards the archway. Yeah. And I got to a certain point and I'm like, ooh, let me see how this frames up. So I held my camera up. I can't remember if I did it on the camera or the phone now. And I'm like, I like this because I was close enough that you could see the 50th anniversary insignia where the clock's mm-hmm. supposed to be. But I was far back, far back enough that you could see most of the spires and everything. I liked that picture. I liked the way it came out. I could, the shadowing was really good. The colors were vibrant, which is saying something for a colorblind person like myself. <laughs> but I mean, to to me, that's actually a testament to the artistry that went into redesigning that castle. I can actually see most of the colors and give you a pretty good guess about what they are. (laughs) Very cool. Yeah. I I don't get to do that very often, except (laughs) for when I'm at Disney. Nice. I I mean, I'm going to say, I keep repeating myself, just change up your perspective, you know, go up, go down, go left, go right. Don't necessarily dead on or another thing that i see lots of people do as soon as you walk in you see the castle and you're like so far away it's like if you take a couple of steps forward you can get the better shot don't you know sometimes you might just need to just get it out of your system but walk around change your perspective well i'll admit i've taken shots of that from like the train platform yeah oh yay it's open again Yes, it is. I haven't been up there in forever. That's a great picture, but I I didn't just stop there. I would walk about halfway down, take another picture of it, walk up to the partner statue, take another picture of it, get a couple of pictures from the side. I mean, in one visit, I probably wasted a whole roll of film the first time I was in there. <laughs> just shooting the just shooting the the castle. So I I'm just happy that I don't have to worry about film anymore. <laughs> It's so much easier. I will say it's nice that I don't have to worry about changing that because you have to be concerned about making sure you get it all rolled back up in there. Otherwise, the pictures you took aren't going to be worth a darn. Yep. And I had a few of those. Oh, yeah. I have a couple of horror stories of that. (laughs) I'm really glad that the camera makers, the cell phone developers, whoever, have really gotten cameras to the point where we don't have to think a whole lot about the settings yes i would suggest to people go ahead and play with the settings a little bit if you've got if you're sitting on a bench somewhere and you don't have a whole lot else to do play with your settings a little bit and see what that's happens how you, when you learn take pictures with them exactly see what you like see what you don't like and the nice thing is with with the current cameras or with your cell phone if you got a picture you don't like you can delete it you don't ever have to look at it again yep but I'm also going to say with this, with this, you know, the, the technology and the age we live in and the photos, sometimes, though, it's just nice to be in the moment. Sometimes yeah. just put the camera down and just stand there and just 
absorb the moment of where you are and your surroundings and the people you're with. And that's the way I was on this last trip. First of all, it was just three of us. It was me, my wife, and our youngest daughter. So we it wasn't the whole family together. Yeah, we got a couple of pictures where some or all of us were in it, depending on where we were. I concentrated on getting pictures when I met the characters because I, that, I, that was one of my concentrations on this last trip was meeting characters because up to that point, unless yeah, I you, was at Crystal Palace or wherever. You weren't really able to. I didn't actually do character meets. Even back in the 80s when I first started going, I didn't do meet and greets like that. Of course, they, back in the 80s, they weren't, they were still roaming pretty good back I then. I missed that. That was great where you didn't I have did to too. plan your day and wait an hour to hug Mickey. He just would randomly appear or. And they didn't have character chaperones to keep you from ganging up on them. We were know. also a very different society back then and we knew how to behave ourselves. That's true. Personally, I've seen the evolution of cameras from the Instamatics and the pocket cameras that we used to carry to the SLRs that required 35 millimeter film. I remember the first digital cameras that came out and how big the storage devices were. <laughs> those, good Lord, those were huge. Up through today where you get the same amount of storage on something that's smaller than your fingernail. It's crazy. It really is crazy. It is crazy. It is crazy. And you just hook the camera up to your computer and, hey, look, there's all my pictures. <laughs> I'm just laughing. One of, um, I think I still have somewhere, but like one of the first digital cameras I got came with a card. I would think it was like 256 meg. Right, I'm like, I don't right. even think I can get a full photo on that now. <laughs> Maybe mm -hmm. one. <laughs> And that, that talks a lot about how they've come forward on, oh, yeah. you know, the resolution of your pictures, how deep the colors can get now, the different perspectives you can put into them, or even just the very size of the storage card now that, you, you know, oh, yeah. the data cards are huge. Oh, yeah. And you can get thousands of pictures on one card. Taking pictures, and I like what you said about being in the moment. This last last trip i did i put my phone away a lot i didn't do a lot of pictures or stuff and everything doesn't need to be recorded and right. everything sometimes you just need to be in the moment and even for for enchantment and harmonious because i was on a scooter that had a cell phone holder all i had to do was push the start button and the videos got shot and I got to sit back and actually enjoy the shows for a change. And I'm glad I did because I had tears for both of them in certain spots. Maybe that was because I actually got to sit back and enjoy the shows. Exactly. For a you don't you don't need to be recording it. You can sit and watch it. Then again, for uh, for enchantment, you know, maybe it is better with a, something in front of your face. <laughs> well, I've said this before. I, I saw a video of enchantment before I went down in September. And a few weeks before we went down, they had changed the front end of it. They put about a three or three and a half minute blur bone that talked about Walt and Roy and the creation. At least of they threw that on. It changed the perspective on that entire show just by doing that. Now, do I think they should have done more of that since it was the 50th anniversary? One would think. Absolutely. Am I glad they had that on there before I got there? Absolutely. <laughs> because if they... 
I, I might have actually walked out crying at how bad it was. <laughs> Had, you know, had they not had that, I don't know. Yeah, my my one and only time seeing it was, um, yeah, I guess it was not October, so I was. Uh, it was a couple of weeks out from it, and I had already heard everybody yep. like saying it was not good. So basically, just over two months from now, it goes back to happily ever after. Yay! I did enjoy that. I show. love happily I got ever to after. See it. I got to see it the year before because I was there before they started the 50th anniversary and I enjoyed happily ever after boy, that one hits all the hearts. That one is really good. I, I'm so happy that's coming back. I actually like happily ever after better than wishes. Yeah. I think I'd have to agree with that. Maybe because they mixed in some of the, the newer it, quote unquote yeah. films into it. I, I like, know, it I like the inclusion of, of the newer films, but don't concentrate solely on the newer films because people right. don't necessarily have a connection with them yet. Well, and the thing is, if if you're a true Disney fan, you understand that from beginning to now, it's all been a journey. Absolutely. And I think any nighttime spectacular they do, especially in the Magic Kingdom, because it's a lot of animation, a little bit of live action, but let's face it, most of those shows are based on the animations. Yeah. There's a saying is you don't know where you're going to go until you know where you've been. Well, let's see that progression then till now in these nighttime spectaculars. Absolutely. And let people really get don't forget the where true you appreciation. Came from. Uh, exactly. Now, as for Epcot, I don't know what I'm hoping for over there. Um, I did enjoy Epcot forever, but I've, I've said it before on here. It's because that pulls at my heartstrings. <laughs> With all the original music that's in it. Right. I, but at Epcot Forever, honestly, there was, aside from the kites. Which they don't have anymore. Which they, yeah, there, there wasn't. I, I was actually lucky enough to be there the very first night of, um, I got to see the final performance of Illuminations. And I was there for the first performance of Epcot Forever, which was great because, there was nothing to ruin it. Everybody was seeing it for the first time. And I remember right. when the kites came out, everybody was just like, oh. but up until that point, you know, yeah, the, I, I love the old school music, but it wasn't enough to kind of really hold you. And what worries me about the recent announcement of what they're doing at Epcot is I don't know that Disney knows what they're going to do. At this they, point. Have no clue. <laughs> they have no clue. Because I think if they had a thread of a thought, they would have given us a basic time frame for Epcot Forever so we'd have something to look forward to. I bet we were three to six months out at least of knowing what's going to be taking place out there, if anything. Disney has just completely lost their way. And they they need to try to find their focus again. And remember, it's not all about the bottom line profit. It's about creativity, imagination, that's what Disney was founded on. And right. they really need to go back to that. Because once you do that, the money will follow. The one thing I'll say about Harmonious, and I understand that the barges were in the way, but the music and the way they presented the music, I think had a more true-to-story theme because they did it in the international voices. They used the, the music from the different movies that are based in all these the countries that are basically around world showcase 
and they pull it all together by doing it that way. And I enjoyed that. I, part I like it. the idea of it, but personally, I don't think it was necessarily executed the best way. I don't know. I'm yeah. still of the the uh, you know old school thought of really do we need the characters? It, what what makes what makes it any different? from whether it be in Epcot or Magic Kingdom. I expect the characters right. in Magic Kingdom. If we're going to do characters in Epcot, let's do Epcot characters. Figment. Dreamfinder. Exactly. Figment. You know, pick a few others. Uh, you know, Make some new characters. Veggie, veggie, fruit, fruit would be a nice idea. Put the veggies up Love on it. the screen. <laughs> I think Epcot needs to be fun. It needs to unite the world in, in a unique way. I think Disney could still do that. Could they possibly do a reimagination of Illuminations? Uh, yeah, they probably could. I loved Illuminations. That was probably my favorite nighttime show ever. But the reason they had to get rid of the globe is because they had Navy divers come in and look at the structure underwater. And it had rusted oh, wow. so badly that the only way they could have replaced it would have been to take it all out and start over again. I, I get it. I mean, I. I loved Illuminations, but I was okay for it. It served its time. But the problem is they replaced it with something very lackluster. Again, we're talking fireworks. Really great opportunity for good pictures. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, once they get rid of the barges, you can get better shots, not necessarily having to be in the front or the back because those are really the only two spots right. you can get a, a clear shot of the uh stargate but you know if you want to take a picture of some fireworks the nighttime spectaculars are always great for doing absolutely that. hollywood studios i like the chinese theater again especially at night tower of terror is okay but it's not my favorite structure there now i have not had the opportunity to see galaxy's edge at night i think my next trip down there i'm going to relax during the day and then do evenings in the parks i think that's a good plan i think that's what i want to do just so i can experience them at night i don't have to be on every attraction folks that's not me i like to take in the detail and see what disney did to make it so lifelike and enjoyable and i think at nighttime you get a whole nother Absolutely. look absolutely so you know i do like walking down hollywood boulevard at night the the facades walking down along the road are gorgeous i mean it's art deco it's a lot of neon that it's you know it's period type disney knows how to do night (laughs) it's gorgeous yeah they do even animal kingdom now you get to do some nighttime it's not as late but you do usually at least get Till it's dark before you have to leave these yeah, days. Yeah, well, now. Pandora at night is just breathtaking. Exactly. Exactly. Again, I need to see that at night. Tons of photography opportunities there. I wouldn't mind doing Kilimanjaro safaris at night because I've never seen you that. You know at night what? Either. I have done it. I did it once. And this was way back. This was before Pandora was even open, and it was one of the very first Moonlight Magics they did for for DVC, and I got to ride, did the nighttime safari, and I remember I'm there with my camera, and I'm all set, and I'm ready, literally saw nothing. I the the only thing I remember seeing is 
there was a cheetah and i just remember just seeing like the glowing eyes because of the the light from the the truck and that was about it there, it was literally like i don't really see anything <laughs> i don't know if it's gotten better since then but i have heard that it has i've heard they've been working on yeah i guess some of the newer animals that they're bringing in are more nocturnal so they're working on training them to be out on the savannah granted this was probably like 2016 2017 something like that well Jeanette, i really appreciate your input on this this was a lot more fun than i thought it was going to be yeah it was always great talking to you i appreciate it so much i hope you'll come back and join us again soon absolutely all right we'll talk to you soon thanks again take care I just love it when Jeanette joins us here on Disney Conversations, don't you? I hope you got some great ideas for getting the best photos from your trip to Walt Disney World. And don't forget to join the discussion at our Disney Conversations Facebook page, or you can always drop us a line at DisneyConversations at Outlook.com. Until we meet again, tourists. ETFN, ta-ta for now. <laughs>